Welcome back to Public Health Plus, the bonus episode. I'm MJ. And I'm Cass. This is the bonus episode for episode eight, continuing our discussion on health insurance. We mentioned some mechanics of health insurance already, like premium and adverse selection in the main episode. And we also wanted to discuss this concept, but we had to cut it due to time. So I wanted to do it in the bonus episode right now. We talked about Taiwan's healthcare system a little bit in the main episode. Yep, you gave us a little bit of an intro to the system Yeah, when it was launched. It's universal healthcare which is great. And Taiwan's healthcare system is good. It's it's free, it's accessible, universal coverage. There's very little wait time and people get the care that they get pretty much all the time. And don't quote me on this, but I believe it also works with dental and eye stuff. So it's, it's very nice. It's globally ranked as one of the best. And I think at one point it, it was ranked as the best healthcare system in the entire world. Some rankings today puts it as number two at the moment, right behind South Korea. So it's good. That's a great system. And I think if it does cover dental and eye stuff, that makes sense because we know that there are relationships between oral health and eye health and sort of your overall health as you age too. Yeah, for sure. So it's good and people love it. The approval or satisfaction surveys that they do on Taiwanese healthcare system or just healthcare system in general consistently reports that the mass majority of Taiwanese people love their healthcare system which is impressive because I'm sure if you poll Americans and ask them, hey, are, are you satisfied with your healthcare system? You'll be lucky to get, what, 40% to say yes. I don't know. Have, have people looked at that? I know the number for Taiwan, but I didn't look up the number for the US. So maybe hopefully Bing or Google can tell us. Research in progress. So Americans largely are positive about the quality of healthcare they receive. So about 75% of employed Americans... Right. So thinking about it means you have healthcare, right? Thinking about employer sponsored healthcare. So 75% said it was excellent or good, mm-hmm. and their personal healthcare, excellent or good. But satisfaction with the cost here's the, the issue when it comes to healthcare costs, 20% of Americans in general say they're satisfied okay. with the cost. Very low. Only 20%. And a lot of people, three quarters of U.S. folks, think that the healthcare system is in a state of crisis or has major problems. So. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, there you go. There's a difference between asking someone who has health insurance what they think of their health insurance, and there's it's another thing to say what do you think of the U.S. healthcare system in general across the board, and that number is low. Right. And we, we talked in in the last episode that the quality of healthcare people get in the U.S can be quite high, right? There's advanced technologies, new treatments, etc. So it's not that people don't get good quality care. It's not accessible to everyone. And it can be extremely expensive. And even getting in to see the person who can treat you can sometimes be a pain depending on how your insurance is set up. Yeah. And this is goes back to that jigsaw analogy, like some people get fantastic care, fantastic services, fantastic access. And some people literally don't, right? So it's not that it doesn't exist. It's just that it's not standardized across the board. So in Taiwan, people love their healthcare system in Taiwan. And there are some surveys that puts Taiwanese people's satisfaction of their healthcare system as high as 80%, which is insane if you think about a healthcare system. Like 80% of people in Taiwan loves their healthcare. Like 80% of people liking anything, like thinking that something is, is a good quality over like that's always impressive when you can get that many folks to say, yeah, I'm satisfied. Yeah. And just put that in perspective, three quarters of Americans think that our healthcare system is in crisis. So <laughs> there you go. So Taiwanese healthcare system is good. Right. But here's the thing. It's it's really good. It's it's too good. It will fail by succeeding. It's too good. How, how can it be too good? 
it's too good. Like people use it all the time. And I remember even I was there, like we would go to the hospital. We would go to a doctor for the stupidest reason. Like my child had a slight fever. I was like, just go home, stay home, drink water. <laughs> Drinking water. That's that's like MJ's cure-all. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, I mean, a lot of illnesses, they, they just like, it'll go away. Just why did you come in? Just stay at home and rest. And and this goes into the topic that we're going to talk about in this bonus episode, which is moral hazard. So it's the concept that if you are covered by health insurance, you will utilize it more. You will utilize it more than necessary. I think that's the that's the key with moral hazard because they're covered. They're like, well, it's free. I have it. It will go to waste if I don't use it. So let me just use it whenever I need to. Well, that's why some folks argue for some kind of patient contribution, right? A, a copay, a deductible, whatever it is. That way there's some cost that is felt by the consumer to try to limit that moral hazard, that overuse of something because you have it available to you. Yeah. And the Taiwanese healthcare system does, but it's very cheap in terms of discouraging people from overusing. It hasn't done its job. So to give some numbers, the average Taiwanese person visits the doctor 15 times a year versus seven for comparative countries and even less for US. Holy crap. 15 times a year. That's that's more than once a month. Correct. We have 12 months in a year, then they visit the doctor more than once a month. And this is just the average person, right? Like not necessarily somebody with... Okay, so you may have people who have a chronic issue who go more often, and you may have people who are healthy who go less often. You have that distribution of sort of healthy versus unhealthy people all over the place. So the fact that in this really, really good healthcare system, the average is 15, that's that's a lot. I couldn't imagine going to the doctor 15 times a year. The system is very accessible. but So yeah, like people love it. They use it all the time. It's very quick. It's very accessible. So they just go to the doctor for the silliest reasons. And obviously that is a problem for the system because there's a huge issue with overuse and wasteful spending in the Taiwanese healthcare system. The system is currently insolvent, meaning that it is spending more money than it is getting through taxes and co-payments. And it is set to go bankrupt like five years ago, but they, they somehow managed to make it work. I don't know how, but it's insane. Like the average visit is less than five minutes because a, a single urgent care or clinic doctor might have to churn through 200, 300 patients a day. Oh my gosh, that's talk about burnout. So yeah, so the other issue with Taiwanese healthcare system, one is insolvency. It's losing money. And also there's a high, high rate of provider burnout for nurses, providers. Everyone is tired because- they're just churning through these. I mean, on one hand, it's a testament of how efficient they are, I guess. But but on the hand, it's they're they're really overworked, and that's an issue that if they don't address soon, then th- there might be some serious issues. So anyway, so despite the fact that Taiwanese people go to doctor almost twice as much as other people in other countries, despite that people love the system and utilize it all the time, Taiwan still spends only one third of what the U.S. spends on healthcare as a fraction of GDP. Holy cow! That's That's crazy that it's being utilized so much, but it's still less, substantially less than what (laughs) the U.S. spends in sort of relative GDP output. Yeah. So U.S. spends about, depending on what source you look, U.S. spends roughly about 17 to 18. Taiwan spends about six. And this is with the overuse and wasteful spending in mind. Like, I don't know how, but a CT scan in Taiwan is so cheap. And then MRI scans are also very cheap. I don't know why. Like, you have to ask, like, healthcare economists, why are things are so cheap in Taiwan? Or, like, why is it so expensive? Right, conversely, right, in the U.S. In the U.S. If you can make it super cheap in Taiwan, why do you pay $1,200 for a CT scan in the U.S.? 
But yeah, so moral hazard is basically that where if you have coverage, people will utilize it because, well, it's free. I have it. I might as well use it. Right. That's moral hazard. And that's an issue that can largely be deterred by using what you mentioned, co-payments and co-insurance, just making people feel the cost of their care. That typically works. Thank you for listening to the bonus episode, Public Health Plus. We'll be adding more of these bonus episodes for content that we would love to include in our regular episodes, but just don't have quite enough time for. And keep an eye out on Thursday for our regularly scheduled programming.